What's up, brother? And welcome to the Becoming Kings podcast. I'm Johnny King, and I'm a life enthusiast, growth mentor, and men's lifestyle fulfillment coach. I've dedicated my life to helping men who feel like they're just not living up to their full potential to level up and become the king of their kingdoms. So whether you've been feeling stuck or numb or extremely angry with not living up to your greatest potential in any area of your life, then I'll be in your ears every week dropping some truly transformative episodes to help you become a man that you're proud to be. I'm glad you're here. Let's get to it. Yo, it's Johnny King. What is up? Thank you for joining me on this episode of Becoming King's podcast. When I first started podcasting uh, right before COVID, which is ironic, a couple weeks before, um, so that when COVID actually hit, I had something to, uh, you know, to, cl- to, to lean into. But at the time, I just had it named the Johnny King Show because I didn't know what else to, sh- to, to, to call it, to be totally honest. So oftentimes when I was doing, quote, unquote, the Johnny King show, it wasn't so much focused on men's health. It was just focused on personal development, um, personal growth, entrepreneurship, you know, relationships, all of the above. A lot of things that I do talk about now. However, I would also talk about, uh, I definitely had episodes where I would just tell different stories. Um, some of them were funny, some of them you could glean a lot of good insight and, you know, lessons learned from them. <coughs> Excuse me. And so, um, a story that I have not told, and I just felt called to, to share on this episode, is that um, I was married at the time. I was 29, I believe, and, and she gave me for our second year anniversary, a ticket to go see Tony Robbins. Now, I had listened to a couple of his um, CDs, uh, you know, over the years when I was younger, and I liked it. I definitely liked it. Enough so that she knew that uh, I was a fan, but I, you know, I had no desire. He wasn't even on my radar in terms of going to see live, right? Well, anyways, unbeknownst to me, she bought, bought me a ticket, surprised me with it. I was like, sweet. I'm going to take the train from St. Louis up to Chicago by myself and uh, didn't know what I was going to really get into. But that first day at Unleash the Power Within uh, 2009, Chicago, I (laughs) cried. I laughed. Uh, He awoken something in me that I had lost, which was um, feeling quite frankly. It was emotion. It was a love for and a zest for life that I had lost through my 20s, just settling into the quote-unquote, you know, normalcy of life and working a job that I didn't necessarily really love, but felt like I had to to do to be able to provide, right? (coughs) Ma'am, sorry. Definitely a tickle in my throat. And so I feel like a lot of men are in similar positions uh, as I was. And so I definitely needed a shakeup. I remember that first day I was texting her and I was like, yeah, I need to quit my job. I think it was the very first text. And she was like, say what? I was like, I've been trading significance and certainty for actually prioritizing my life over love 
and growth. And she was like, okay, I guess I like the sound of that. And then my next text was, I think I need to become a vegetarian. <laughs> and so needless to say, over the course of, um, you know, the, the four-day Unleash the Power Within kind of like, you know, seminar, I sent various texts that were like probably out of character for <clears throat> who she thought I was and who I probably thought I was, but I was definitely in that place where I was like, something's got to change. So fast forward to the end of that very first night. It's Thursday night. I did not know that this was on the curriculum, but it was probably, I mean, Tony goes so late. It was probably 12.30 or 1 a.m. when he starts going into this process of teaching all of us how to walk on coals, burning hot coals. And there was a part of me that was like, this is a joke. This, you, you, you literally can't take 3,500 people and all walk them across coals at 1 or 2 a.m. in the morning. Can you? So I remember, you know, following his instructions and he does this whole, like, process. And I definitely was paying attention, but I was like, nah, this, there's got to be something. There's got to be some catch. And so the whole time I'm skeptical, right? We eventually start, like, moving our way. <clears throat> they start ushering us outside. And sure as shit, there's probably 40, like, <laughs> 10, 12, 15 foot long, uh, like, lines, if you will, of burning hot coals. And they instruct us to all just fill in and start, you know, a single file line and get behind each other. And when it's your turn to step up, you do the process that he recommends you do. And you walk forward with your head up, uh, focusing on what he tells you to focus on. And then you stop at the end when you're off of the coals. And they, you have to wipe your feet just in case any coals stick to your skin. And then they also spray your feet with a hose with water. I'm like... Yeah, okay. And so since I was in the way, way back uh, of, the, of the seminar, I definitely was in more of the, the, the latter groups of people who were walking. So I've been out there kind of like stomping my feet and clapping and all that stuff for like 30 minutes, 40 minutes maybe. Kind of starting to get tired. Um, and I really can't see what's happening uh, but I can tell, obviously, that we're, we're moving along, and eventually I'm kind of get funneled into a line. And I remember I'm about four people from the front, from my turn, and I'm, like, up on my tippy toes and kind of leaning side to side, trying to, like, get a glimpse. I'm like, what's really going on? You know, like, maybe uh, you don't feel it because you walk really fast, or maybe... Um, Maybe the, the coals are kind of spread out a lot, so um, so you don't really really walk on them. You know, there's got to be some some catch. <laughs> and I remember by the time I am behind the guy that's about to go, it hits me like a ton of bricks. Holy shit, this is real. Because <laughs> I'm like, you know... <laughs> bending over at my at my waist just to kind of look around this guy's shoulders to look like 
because they stop us and then they're shoveling from a wheelbarrow brand new orange, bright orange, red hot coals onto our line of coals. And I'm like, holy fucking shit. Those, those are real coals. What? What? And I'm like, what the hell are we doing? Are you serious? And so that then they finish, you know, putting on new coals, and they tell the guy, you know, are you ready? And and he does the process, and they like send him, and he does it, and he celebrates at the end, and the guy's like, step up. I'm like, oh shit, and I just went to another level, which is kind of the whole point, which is like being able to focus your mind and be able to uh, kind of, I guess, be out of body in some sense. Uh, and, and you've probably heard things like, you know, where a, a mother has superhuman strength and like lifts a car uh, by herself to be able to get to her child that's caught underneath or, or something like that, right? <clears throat> Crazy supernatural stuff. And up to this point, obviously, I've been I've been skeptical the entire night, thinking there's got to be some some gimmick. And literally, within sixty seconds, am I realizing, nope, there's no gimmick. This is the real shit. And so the guy is yelling at me, and I'm like, all of a sudden, I just dropped into state, <laughs> just like Tony had taught us, you know, an hour earlier. And I just put my head up and looked kind of towards the sky, and I just walked calmly. Doot. Doot, doot, doot. And that's the sound of my feet walking, you know, kind of like cartoonish or, or uh, video game-ish. And uh, got to the end, and they, I, they had two people that literally just like grab you by the shoulders because I didn't even remember that I had to stop and wipe my feet. I just was going. And I wasn't present whatsoever to what was going on on my feet. I was present to what he told us to focus on and what to say and how to do it. And sure enough, they, people grabbed my shoulders just so I stopped moving. Wipe your feet. I wiped my feet. They sprayed it off. And then I just carried on and celebrated with other people there and hugged them. And I'm like, and then I turned around. I'm like, holy shit. You know, and it was probably one, two, three, four, four to six like actual strides. So it's not like you just take one step like each and then you're off. You're literally walking on coals for 10, 15 feet. Crazy, crazy stuff. And I was like, what? And so that made me or more of a believer because I'm like, never in my right mind would I do something like that, right? Except the whole point was exactly that. <laughs> Not to be in your right mind, but to, to truly be in the right state, emotional state, such that you can do whatever you want to do. If you set your mind to it, literally setting your mind towards what it is that you want to focus on, you can accomplish anything. I'm like, holy shit. Now, since then, I've been to um, subsequently four more of the Unleash the Power Withins. So I've walked on coals five times. And maybe not surprisingly, I think it was maybe my, f it was my fourth um, event that uh, 
and, and, and you're probably asking, well, why would you go over and over and over again? It's fascinating how much um, major kind of like roadblocks that I'm unearthed the first two Unleash the Power Within. They were just so mind-blowingly powerful um, that I think as I was absorbing the information and thinking about my life, I was missing so much of the content. And so then I was like, I, I just was so enthused when I went uh, the first time that I got completely obsessed and started listening to Tony Robbins to and from the office every single day. Like anytime I was working out, I was listening to it. Anytime I just had time, I was listening to it. And I was so excited and so pumped that I was able to convince three of my family members to join me to the next one, which was six months after the, the first one I went to such that I was able to uh, get myself a free ticket because I didn't have a ton of money at the time. <clears throat> and so I got myself a free ticket by enrolling three people and I walked on Coles again. And then I think I went again, who knows when I went again, like within a year or two, I went to my third UPW and walked on Coles, no problem. But by the fourth time, I started getting a little bit cocky I did exactly what Tony Robbins told me not to do, which was to start um, taking this whole process lightly and, uh, and to take it for granted and to think that like it was no big deal and what do you think happens? I didn't get into emotional state. I didn't do, uh, I didn't take seriously the directions like I had the previous three times previous three events I went to, and yep, I burned my feet several different places on both of my feet. <laughs> so I'm like, oh, another amazing lesson. Not to take things, even if you've done that many times, uh, not to take things for granted, and to not miss the details. So the details... Um, especially when it comes down to, you know, professionalism, it, everything, you know, if you're, if you're blessed enough to stay at a really high-end hotel, the difference between a, let's say, a Days in and a Four Seasons or a um, Ritz-Carlton, it's all in the details. It's all in the customer service. It's all in the little tiny things that they, you know, focus on that their clientele also focus on, and it's a big deal to them. And so I feel like uh, as men, as you continue to work through the bigger blocks uh, and you shift those and you continue healing, there's going to come a time, and I, I think I was for a while I was chasing that high, and I was realizing uh, as I continue getting into these events that the major shifts were no longer happening. It was more of the uh, minute uh, or intricate, like micro improvements. It was like a little, little nugget there and a little nugget here. <clears throat> and so that was um, that was tough to swallow. To be totally honest, is like, oh, I was, I, I wanted these, you know, big powerful, life-changing moments, which I had in the first couple of 
events that I went to, and then I was starting to think that maybe this was no longer working. But when I came back to my fifth Unleash the Power Within, and I've done all of his programs multiple times. I've been to Date with Destiny many times. I've been to Business Mastery many times. I've been to Life and Wealth Mastery. I've been to all of his programs. Um, but with Unleash the Power Within, I had gone several times because I also treated several friends to them, to this, multiple times uh, because I felt like there there were friends of mine who really could could use some of this, you know, support and growth and healing. Uh, but I was going to say, lo and behold, the fifth time I went, uh, would you believe I obviously took the, the the process of walking on coals at the end of the very first night more seriously than I did the fourth event? Damn well, <laughs> I did. And I had no burning and I did the process and it worked just like it did the first three times. So it was really, really interesting. Really, really interesting. And uh, I think there's a big lesson in that. In that, um, for instance, even when I was previously married, like there was so much um, just kind of mindlessly going through or robotically going through life. I took a lot of things for granted. I didn't appreciate them. I didn't intentionally continue to uh, date my significant other. I just was like, oh, cool. Signed the paperwork, we're legal, and so now back into normal day life. And so I think when we take on an air of nonchalance, um, taking things for granted, getting a little bit egotistical, a little lazy, uh, the results tend to mirror the amount of energy that we put into something. But when we're serious, we're committed, we look at all the details, uh, we really keep our eye on the prize, the results obviously also um, are reflected in that type of effort. So I hope you enjoyed the story. I think, it, like I said, it, it illustrates a lot. And, uh, and if you ever get the opportunity to see Tony Robbins live, take it. I don't know. I mean, obviously, he's getting older. He's had some health challenges. Uh, hopefully, he'll be around for <laughs> decades more doing his live events. But if you enjoy personal development, if you've watched maybe I'm Not Your Guru on Netflix, um, or if you're just into or needing a massive shakeup in your life, go to... Uh, upwnow.com and just check out the events. He has a, a lot of virtual events, but I would highly, highly recommend you do a in-person event because it's literally like the difference between, I think, like watching a concert on TV versus actually being front row at a concert in person. So anyways, I hope you enjoyed it. Looking forward to catching up with you on the next episode of the Becoming Kings podcast. I'm Johnny King. I'll talk soon with you. I'll talk soon with you. I'll talk to you soon. <laughs> Later. That's it for this one, and I want to thank you for listening. Hey, if you got some good ideas from this episode and you want more, please feel free to subscribe to the podcast. And if you think others may benefit from it also, share it on social media and tag me in your post so I can say hey. It would also mean a lot to me if you felt inclined to write a review of the show on Apple Podcasts since I read every single one of them. And if you've got any questions or topics that you'd like to recommend 
or really just anything that you think I could improve upon, man, I thrive on constructive feedback. So hit me up with an email at podcast at johnnyking.com. Oh, and feel free to also subscribe to my YouTube channel, connect with me on LinkedIn, and follow me on Instagram at Johnny King and on Facebook at facebook.com backslash Johnny King Men's Coach. Thanks again for joining me. I'll catch you next time.